Welcome to the Micromobility Update from August 23rd, 2022. I'm Hans Dorsch. And yesterday I found, maybe by accident, but definitely fitting, test reviews of two e-bikes that are truly iconic for their countries of origin. New Van Moof S and A from Europe and the Super 73 from California. And I'll give you a brief summary of them today. This is what happened in the world of micromobility. Before we start, if you like this podcast, recommend it and give it five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. For a week now, you have been able, or people have been able, to test ride the new Van Moof S5 and A5 in Amsterdam and Berlin. The first small reviews have already arrived and I found a report with a video at imtest.de. It's a German consumer magazine by the Funke Media Gruppe. I had not heard of it before, but I was positively surprised. The link to the review is in the show notes. Translate it with your own means. <laughs> so... What did they say? They liked the seating position. They liked the riding characteristics of the S5 and the smaller A5. The A5 um, resembled a bit of a BMX bike, they said, which sounds very good. The handlebars and saddle felt very good, plus the thick tires. And what the testers liked best was the new torque sensor. Let me quote. Van Moof has implemented the most important innovation in the S5 and A5 really well. The brand new torque sensor reacts to the personal ride style and switches the engine's assistance power up accordingly, depending on how hard you pedal. The advantage of this is that the bike does not rush ahead uncontrollably and can also be ridden at a pleasantly slow pace if necessary. For example, if you are cycling together with someone who rides a bike without electronic pedal assistance. End quote. Of course, torque sensors aren't new. Other bike manufacturers have been using them for ages. But still, there can be many differences in the feeling, in the right feeling. What I was interested in uh, most was how did the new cockpit work? Uh, after all, the LED display is gone and two new buttons have been added. I quote again. On the right handlebar grip, there's the turbo boost button, which is already familiar from the S3 for boosting the pedaling assistance. Pressing it firmly provides an immediate boost of acceleration. During the test in Berlin, this provided a great deal of fun. Below that is another smaller button that switches the four support levers of the 25-watt front hub motor. The respective support level is visually indicated by LED light rings. Van Moof refers to them as halo rings, next to the handle. In the test, the new button operation proved to be quite intuitive. End quote. The second button on the left under the bell button was still unassigned on the test bikes. You'll be able to set this up by yourself later, apparently. So here's the short im-test conclusion. 
after the first test of Vanmove S5 in Berlin, im test is convinced. This is clearly the best and smartest Vanmove so far. End quote. So, could Vanmove please bring a few bikes to Cologne for testing? And now for the second test of a bike that, like the Van Moof, is on the radar of many people who like gadgets, but is also completely different. It's the Super 73. You might have seen this bike or bikes like this before. It's this original Californian cruiser bike that actually looks more like a moped, with a long seat, a thick lamp and sometimes even a dummy tank. This probably makes it the exact opposite of a Van Moof. Thomas Ricker from The Verge tested it. He went on a family trip through Scandinavia for kitesurfing and fishing and brought it along in the camper van. His 13-year-old daughter immediately loved it. Quote, The Super 73 elicited an actual squeal of delight. So successful has the company been in marketing its California cool mystique to her high school demographic. End quote. Apparently, the marketing people did a good job, because Ricker, who lives in Amsterdam, could see many young girls with their parents in the shop there. I quote again, Teenage girls dictate trends the world over. And my daughter says that Super 73 is by far the preferred e-bike brand among her friends in Europe's bicycling capital, end quote. And the bench seat really makes a difference there, because two people can ride on it, and that's quite a lot of fun. And if you live in Amsterdam, it's quite normal to take others with you on your bike. So, on all the campsites, the ZX was the means of transport of choice. I quote again, The Super 73 quickly became my family's preferred mode of transport to explore the local area to search for surf and fishing spots and wild campsites. It was also the most effortless and stylish way to enter cities and villages in order to stock up on groceries, often some five to ten miles away from our campsites. And riding two up was such a pleasure that it makes me want to abandon traditional diamond-framed e-bikes forever. Everything's way more fun with two on the bike, even when we had to get off to push a little. End quote. So those were some of the good sides. There were more of them, but there were bad ones as well. For example, the build quality. I'll quote again. The ZX looks fantastic from a distance, but the illusion is shattered upon closer inspection. The mess of external cables rooted along the outside of the aluminium frame and held in place by cable ties is one of the first things I noticed. I can overlook such brute force design on a $1,000 white-label Chinese e-bike, but not from such an established, trendy and well-funded brand as Super 73. A few cables ended up getting snagged during the trip, causing some of the ties to snap, creating an even greater risk of cable snags. Not good. End quote. There were a lot of other problems and oversights. Poor brakes, no torque sensor on the pedals, dangerous off-road mode, 
compared to the level of refinement Van Move and Cowboy have achieved with their last models, this is truly miserable. After all, the Super 70 ZX also costs 2,700 euros. In the test it scores 6 out of 10 points. Here's the summary. Good stuff. Fun to ride and to be seen riding. Long seat fits too. Fat tires conquer a wide variety of terrain. Off-road mode is fast. Bad stuff. Lacks finesse found in other e-bikes in this price range. Poor low-end torque sometimes requires push start. Unintuitive pedal assist. Off-road mode is dangerous. So, why would you buy it? Ricker has found a conclusion. It all comes down to emotions. I quote, If you've ever truly loved someone, then you've probably found moments where you hated them and their annoying ways with proportional vigor. This is my relationship with the Super 73 ZX. It's not the most refined e-bike you'll find for the price, but it expresses California style so enjoyable that you might not even care. End quote. And that's probably the best you can say about a bike. So that's it for today. We'll hear again in the next episode. And once again, as a reminder, like and subscribe. Give this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you haven't already, subscribe so that the next episode automatically lands in your inbox.